Hello and welcome to Pickleball Therapy, the podcast dedicated to your pickleball improvement. We had a couple of weeks, or we took last week off anyway, we went to go visit friends and family. Hope you all had a nice uh, couple of weeks, uh, but we're back at it, back at the microphone, back to sharing some, hopefully some knowledge and some love of the game and uh, hopefully helping you with your game. In this week's podcast, we're going to be talking about one of the subjects that is our favorite and it's something that basically permeates or pervades, whatever whatever P word you like better, our teaching at We Are Pickleball, and it is the concept of intentionality. It is an extremely important concept that once you start bringing intentionality into your game, you're going to see fantastic results or fantastic improvements and changes. And then in the riff, I'm actually going to give you, we're going to keep the intentionality theme going, but I'm going to give you some very specific things that you can do the next few times you're playing to add intentionality into your game. So stay tuned for the podcast. As a pickleball player, you are no doubt working on your game. But are you also working on your vision? Doesn't it make sense that better vision will lead to better pickleball? Not to mention better night driving. CJ and I rely on the experts at Visual Edge to help us track those balls so we don't ever miss a shot. If you're ready to take your vision, and perhaps your game, to the next level, join us inside Visual Edge. I'll link to it below. We'll see you inside. Are you planning on playing pickleball on an indoor surface, meaning a polished concrete or wood surface like in a gym? If you are, consider adding a pair of indoor pickleball shoes to your bag. There is a big difference between outdoor shoes made for a tennis court and indoor shoes made for a gym type surface. You can check out Tyrol's indoor shoes designed specifically for pickleball. It's a shoe that CJ and I both wear. I'll link to it below. Before we jump into the podcast, I wanted to mention to you, if you have not yet heard her podcast, Pickleball Fire, our friend Lynn Cherry does a great job over there. It's an interview-style podcast where basically Lynn interviews a different, uh, very, uh, very, a varied number of guests uh, from you know pro players like Dane Gingrich was recently on there talking about um, you know the mental part of the game. Really interesting uh, discussion there. Yeah, she also interviewed uh, she interviewed the USAPA members talking about paddles, uh, things like that. So really varied um, uh, interviews. Uh, really varied guests. I highly recommend Pickleball Fire with our friend Lynn Cherry. Check that out. If you don't do so already, make sure you subscribe to her podcast uh, to continue growing your knowledge of the game. So well, let's talk about intentionality. Let's jump right into this thing. Intentionality is a huge topic. There is a lot to cover in intentionality. It covers a you know, wide swath of everything that we do in life. Uh, you know, uh, even like listening to this podcast is an intentional choice. Uh, you know, you more likely than not, you did not happen upon this podcast accidentally. So you made a decision to listen to this podcast different than like, say like, you know, the next song that comes on the radio in your car, that may be just an accident. You know, you can pick like the type of station you're listening to that's intentional, but the actual song you're listening to may just be whatever the DJ selected for you. Whereas listening to the podcast, again, it's an intentional act. So when we talk about intentionality, and it's something that uh, CJ and I focus on inside We Are Pickleball, it is a uh, overriding principle of everything we do inside of We Are Pickleball, which is to give players the tools that they need in order to be intentional pickleball players. And let me give you an example of, 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 a, um, of, an, of the opposite situation, right? So let's talk specifically of a four shot in pickleball. Uh, it'll really help illustrate, I think, the difference between an intentional type of approach to the game and a reactionary type of approach to the game, which is frankly what I think the majority of pickleball players out there do is reactionary play where basically 
just reacting to what's happening on the court, getting a paddle on the ball and hitting it over. And we, I'll repeat this, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, as long as they're enjoying themselves and having a good time on the court, that's fantastic. But if you want to improve as a pickleball player, if you want to really understand the game better and have more confidence on the court, then adding intentionality is going to be important. So what happens when you're hitting a fourth shot? So the fourth shot is obviously hit by the return team. So you're up at the, hopefully up at that on-volley zone a line, and you are hitting a fourth shot um, based on the ball that gets hit to you by the serve team, the third shot that they hit. A premise that is really important when you play pickleball is to, when you're playing return side, is to preserve your advantage. So you want to make sure you're getting up to the non-buy zone line, you're locking that down, and you're making it as difficult as possible for the serve team to do its job, right? One of the ways that we do that is by hitting our our fourth shots, particularly fourth shot volleys, so balls that we can volley, hit, hit them in a way that keeps the serve team as deep as possible uh, allow making their job as hard as possible, right? Which is what we're trying to do. So what happens is a lot of times you'll watch a, a match or a game and you'll see a four shot gets hit and the four shot is hit short. So the four shot is hit somewhere where the serve team can step forward or move forward to hit their next shot, hit their fifth shot. So the question then becomes, why was that ball hit short? If the ball was hit short as a miss hit, so you intended to do something different, you intended to hit it deeper, but you miss hit it, that's fine. That's not what we're talking about here. Mechanical errors happen. You can improve that by drilling, repetition, things like that. The key, though, is did you have the intentionality of hitting it deeper? And what I would suggest to you is that a lot of times when you see a short fourth shot, so you see a fourth shot that lands shorter than it should, it wasn't a function of a miss hit. It was a function of simply not thinking about it. In other words, it, there was no intentionality in the shot that was being hit, the fourth shot that was being hit. Instead, it was simply the player volleyed it, um, just hit it, and then wherever the ball ended up going, the ball ended up going without a lot of thought being put into it by the player. A way that that player can improve the player volleying that ball is by adding intentionality into the shot i.e. hitting the ball as deep as reasonable based on where the serve team was at the time that the ball was hit. That's a very concrete example of the difference between reactionary play, in other words, volleying simply for the sake of volleying, in other words, without really thinking of where you're trying to hit the ball, versus intentionality in your game, which is where you start adding purpose to your shots as you play the game so that's an example again of reactionary against intentional and what you're trying to do if you want to improve and you want to grow as a player what you're trying to do is you're trying to add intentionality into your game but not just on the court so on the court's important right where you're basically you know trying to hit shots you know in a way that that hopefully makes sense right or hopefully at least having the intention you can at least work with it right you can maybe your intention is to do something x let's say and then later on you learn that well maybe y is a better approach then you can switch your intention to y if you're playing a reactionary game you don't doesn't you don't know where it's going whether it's going x y c or anywhere it's just going to go somewhere and you're not really thinking about what it is you're trying to accomplish or trying to do on the court you, you won't have as we would suggest that you won't you probably won't have as f fulfilling an experience as complete an experience if you're not bringing intentionality into your um, into your strokes and into your game, but as I mentioned, intentionality is more than just stroke, just where you're hitting the ball, just where you're selecting to hit the ball. Intentionality applies to all aspects of your 
itself as a pickleball player. Uh, it applies to before you play, before you get on the court, and I'll give you some specific, uh, at least one specific tip uh, in the riff so that you can start adding it to your game. But it starts before you get on the court. Uh, you know, are you getting mentally ready to play that day? Are you getting your body ready to play? Like, are you just, are you warming up and things like that? Um, you know, are you taking care of your body between games? You know, stretching after you play so that next time you play, your your body's not too tight. That's a form of intentionality. Uh, you know, it also applies, like I mentioned, during the game. And it applies, it also applies big picture or, or you know, to your improvement path if you want to look at it that way. Um, so if you're on an improvement path, you want to get better as a player, you want to learn more about the game, you need to add intentionality there. Are you working on on your mechanics, right, on the mechanical pillar? Are you drilling and doing things like that? Are you working on your better, are you improving your understanding of the game? Uh, are you working on your on on your mind and body, not just getting ready for the day, that's one type of intentionality, but big picture, right? Are you are you seeking resources to expand your understanding of your relationship with pickleball and how your you know your, the mind body uh, interaction works when you're out on the court? Do you have uh, trusted resources that can help you if that's what you want to do? Right. So an example would be the We Are Pickleball Success Path. That's something that is a resource that's available to you um, that can help you as you progress as a player. Uh, you know, understanding what what inputs you're taking in for example if you know that if you watch an into pickle youtube video or a better pickleball youtube video you know that a, cj or myself have thought about the 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 video or the content we're giving you and we're trying to give you content that you can that's actionable and that you can use to actually improve as a pickleball player and not trying to give you content that you know may not be um you know, may, may not be on point. Uh, and then, you know, are you, uh, you know, do you have a plan? You know, if improvement is in your, is part of what you want to do as a, as a player, do you have a plan to help you achieve your objectives? All those, all those elements that I mentioned are parts of intentionality and are part of what will allow you to get from where you are to where you want to be uh, as a pickleball player. If you want some specific tips on how to add intentionality to your game a little bit at a time, stay tuned for the riff. If you want to have the most fun you've ever had on the pickleball court while at the same time learning the skills and strategies that you need to play your best pickleball, check out our VI Pickleball Camps. If you want to be notified of upcoming camps and also just want to stay in touch and know what's going on with VI Pickleball, Make sure you subscribe to our mailing list at wearepickleball.com. Just go in there, give us your email address, and we in turn will tell you when our next camps are coming up. This much fun should be illegal. All right, so how do we add intentionality into our games? How do we start bringing that into our games? I'm going to give you some very specific tips. You can jot these down. If you need to pause this, pause it, take out a piece of paper and a pencil. I'm going to give you some specific things you can do. And basically the idea is to build on each other. So I'm going to give you two, add those the next time you go out there. Then I'll give you two more, add those when you go out there the next time, and then add two more. And hopefully you'll you'll retain some of the prior ones and they'll just build on each other. So the first one I'm going to give you is let's talk about getting ready to play. So what I want you to do is next time you're heading out to the courts to play, play a pickleball therapy podcast. Pick any episode you want. Episodes 9 through, I think, are 14 are all our interviews with Coach Pete Scales on the mental and emotional side of the game. Those are really good. Uh, you can listen to the intentionality one again if you want to. Basically, what, what I want you to do is I want you to spend, you know, it's about 10 or 15 minutes, right, per podcast episode. 
listen to it. It'll get your mind ready to play. When you get to the courts, make sure that you do a good warm-up and dynamic stretching. If you don't know how to do that, if you search on YouTube, type in in the search bar on YouTube, type in better pickleball um, warm-up exercises. There's a good five-minute program that CJ has on there. You can actually uh, tag it and save it so that you can watch it on your phone when you get to the courts. Follow along with it. Do it at the courts. Get yourself warmed up and ready to play. That'll get your mind and your body ready to play. So that's that's first first time you go or first week do this for the first week the second week you're going to add two more things to your intentionality routine or regimen one make sure that you practice returns of serve before you start playing so practice your returns of serve and then second i want you to focus on your court position on your return of serve so when you're returning serve where are you standing on the court before the serve gets hit that's really important so basically the the other team's going back get ready to serve you're getting ready to return i want you to notice where you're on the court and, and make adjustments as necessary so that's your intentionality for the second week for the third week i want you to focus on where are you aiming and hitting your serve and where are you aiming hitting your return of serve so basically you're going to be when you're serving be really focused on where you're trying to hit the ball and when you're returning serve you're going to be focusing on where you're trying to hit this ball those are intentional uh intentional ideas or intentional things that you'll be doing as you play and as you prepare to play and that'll start you down the path towards intentionality and hopefully you can keep on building on those steps Hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Hope uh, the intentionality and the concepts are helpful to you as you continue to grow as a pickleball player. Remember that uh, CJ and I, both on our YouTube channels, Into Pickle, Better Pickleball, and also through our We Are Pickleball uh, efforts are here to help you. If you're not on our mailing list, uh, make sure that you subscribe at wearepickleball.com. You can also find out about our camps and other information. Go to wearepickleball.com and uh, there you'll find what CJ and I are up to. We will uh, hopefully see you next week uh, at, during the podcast. Uh, if you like the podcast, as we always say, please rate and review it on uh, Apple or wherever you're listening to it. And if you liked it, share it with your friends. Remember, if you like the podcast, they probably will too. Be well out there, and we'll see you next week.